Hey guys, I'm Lucy, and you're listening to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of storytelling. I wonder what adventure awaits us today. What was all that about then? asked Cecilia as she stood up again, brushing at her clothes with her hands. The mouse watched her. Did you want me to see that? I was lucky Mr. Horngaggle hadn't seen me. No sooner were the words out of her mouth when she remembered the door that she'd hidden behind, the one that wasn't there any longer. She went to have a look. The mop was leaning against the wall, and the wall was a mishmash of posters, notices, reminders, and policies, all pinned up like a notice board. Things like what to do in the event of a fire, and county supplies helpful numbers, and lift with your knees, not with your back. It looked for all the world like a notice board. One set of pages pinned up with a big thumbtack, was sticking out slightly. And when Cecilia lifted them gently aside, she spied the brass handle underneath. She lifted the mop away and opened the door to once again reveal the stairs going down. It's funny, she said out loud. I just did this a few minutes and 50 years ago. The steps were lit by a single bulb hanging at the base of the staircase. She didn't know what was down there, but she felt as if somebody or something wanted her to find out. So down she went, pulling the door closed behind her. The stairs creaked a little, but they were solid enough, delivering her to a basement room, and it was filled with treasure, not with silver and gold and rubies and diamonds. But with toy cars and comics and balls and dolls, they were piled everywhere, all around the room. Only the very center was clear of them, where a pile of dirty old sheets made some kind of bed. It's a nest, thought Cecilia, as her eyes fell upon a distinctive pair of pink sunglasses beside a fluffy purple monkey. Her pink sunglasses. But before she could reach out to pick them up, The doorway at the top of the stairs opened. Someone was coming. The only place to hide amongst all the clutter was under the stairs themselves. So that's where she hid, moving as quickly and quietly as possible. Through the gaps in between the wooden steps, she could see a pair of scruffed and scruffy work boots moving. Mr. Horngaggle was coming. Had he noticed the mop had been moved aside? Was he coming to investigate? Cecilia could only wait. My lovely, precious things, said Mr. Horngaggle, as if talking to a baby. He stepped off of the last step and admired his hall of confiscated trophies. And in his hands was another, an orange basketball, with its owner's name written on it in black pen. Cassius Ford. Mr. Horngaggle looked no older and no different to how Cecilia had seen him 50 years ago. Fortunately, she was behind him out of his eyeline and he'd not seen her. And it was because he hadn't seen her that he did what he did next. 
he began to change. His body bulged and bloated, his head thickened, his neck became rolls of fat, and his arms lengthened until the one not holding the ball reached the floor. Lumpy bumps of horn-like protrusions erupted all over his head and down the back of his neck, and his ears grew and sagged too. My lovely precious things, he said again, and tenderly placed the basketball amongst the items before crawling into the nest of bedding at the center. Cecilia watched all of this open-mouthed. She had to remind herself to breathe. What she did know, beyond anything else, is that she needed to get out of here, and now, before she was spotted. She ran for the stairs, bolting up them as fast as her legs could carry her. Mr. Horngaggle roared behind her, out of surprise, and no doubt frustration, too. Cecilia burst into the janitor's office, slamming the door closed behind her. There was a twist lock in the center of the round handle, and this she turned, just as something collided with the door on the other side. The handle rattled, but the door remained locked and closed. Cecilia backed away, the door shuddering in its frame. Don't do this, wailed Mr. Horngaggle from the other side. She was finding it hard to match the voice to the shape she'd seen Mr. Horngaggle turn into. What are you? she asked. And how come you've not gotten any older in 50 years? The door stopped shaking. Everything went silent for a moment. And then the sad voice of Mr. Horngaggle as he spoke. I'm a troll, he confessed. And I need my precious things. I can't help myself. They make me feel safe. But that's just stealing, insisted Cecilia. You've stolen from so many children at this school for 50 years, all to decorate your basement. But they're my precious things, whined Mr. Horngaggle. Well, now I know your secret, said Cecilia. And I know my friends will want their things back. Oh, please, wailed Mr. Horngaggle. Don't tell. Humans don't treat us trolls very well. Cecilia hesitated. She didn't want to be responsible for anything horrible happening to the janitor. But equally, it wasn't fair if he carried on stealing from children, using confiscating as his excuse. Here's what I'm going to do, she said, taking the mop from where it stood. I'm going to unlock the door and return to my classroom. But when I come back, you need to be gone. Otherwise, I'm telling everyone. I'll go, I'll go, promised Mr. Horngaggle from the other side of the door. Cecilia unlocked the door and ran. Once the spillage was safely mopped up and the classroom dried out, Cecilia was dispatched once more to the janitor's office to return the mop she had borrowed. She hadn't wanted to go alone and had tried to persuade her teacher that she needed help. But her teacher said if she could collect the mop, she could most certainly find her a way to return it. And so Cecilia went alone. But she need not have worried. The janitor's office door was wide open, and the hidden doorway was ajar. But most telling of all was the object sat on Mr. Horngaggle's desk, her pink-framed sunglasses. 
of Mr. Horngaggle there was no sign, and in fact, he was never seen in the town again. Some children assumed he'd finally retired to Florida, but Cecilia suspected he'd found another school out there, somewhere, and had simply begun again. But that wasn't her worry. She had a different problem to deal with, a secret basement stuffed with the possessions of 50 years of children. I wonder how many of these I can return, she asked herself. She decided she would find out. The end.